Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Praise God. So we look at what does Satan come to steal in our lives? What does Satan come to steal in our lives? Mark chapter 4 and verse 4. Mark 4, 4. Jesus gave a parable. Alright? Mark chapter 4 and verse 1. He says, And he began to teach again by the sea. And such a very large crowd gathered to him. That he got into a boat in the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was by the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables. So you follow that Jesus was teaching in parables. Okay. And was saying to them in his teaching. Listen to this. Behold. The sower went out to sow. And as he was sowing. Some seed fell beside the road. And the beds came up and ate it up. So you realize that the, the Jesus was teaching and he was teaching in parables. And um, if you are taught in parables, it means that there is a hidden meaning to it. Right? Like if, I, if, I, if I'm teaching something in parables, it means that there is a meaning I want you to get. Now Jesus goes on in verse 14. Let's go to verse 14. Let's go to verse 14. He was explaining the parables. And he said... Verse 13, he says, And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How will you understand all the other parables? So, Jesus was saying, This parable is the key to understanding other parables. Now, he explained the parables to them. He says, The sower sows the word. The sower sows the word. So, when he says that the sower went out to sow... The seed there is the word of God. Praise God. The seed is the word of God. Now, verse 15 now says, These are the ones who are beside the road where the word is sown. Now look at this. And when they hear. Now, the word of God cannot be sown in our heart if we don't hear the word. The the primary method by which the word is sown is by hearing. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, the challenge most times is people hear many things more than they hear the word. Right, so let's put it this way. Um, you get up in the morning, uh, social media is sowing something into your heart. Your co-workers is sowing something into your heart. The television is sowing something into your heart. News is sowing something into your heart, right? You know, gossips, everything. Uh, conversations, sowing something into your heart. Now, but people, do, people are not as deliberate as allowing the word of God to come into their heart in that manner. So, uh, you come to church once a week or twice a week. The word is one hour on Sunday. It's 40 minutes on a Wednesday. It means that uh, for the whole of, you know, we've got 24 hours. So 24 hours times 7, you know, whatever that number of hours are you have in a week, you've got just one, uh, maybe two hours in the whole week where the word of God is deliberately sown in your heart. Now, people want to have victory with less effort. And it doesn't work that way. 
People want to have victory with less effort. So people want to have all the victories in the world, but they don't want to be deliberate about sowing the word of God in their heart. Now, if you check the phones of a lot of believers, you might find, let me not say a lot, but if you check the phones of some believers, you will find a lot of music, you will find a lot of comedy shows, but you'll find less messages. If you're not deliberate about sowing the word in your heart, the word will not be sown. You've got to be deliberate about the amount of the word you put in your heart. You've got to make sure that the word of God in your heart overpowers the word out there. And, and it's, in, it's the coming of the word that bets faith. You know, most times people look at the faith subject and they're like, yeah, I want to have more faith. You know, I, I wish I can have more faith. This is what I realized about the spirit of faith. Once the spirit of, sometimes if you feed on the word of God so much, the spirit of faith comes inside of you, you will just realize that the things you used to be afraid of, you're no longer afraid of them because the spirit of faith have taken over. Glory to God. Come on, I said glory to God. Now, let's look at this now. It says, these are the ones who are beside the road where, where the word is sown. Then he says, and when they hear, so they heard the word. Now look at this urgency. Immediately, Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. You know, when uh, Pastor spoke to me about speaking this evening, I was just thinking of what to teach. And this came very strong to my heart. What does Satan come for in our life? You know, most times people say, Satan is attacking my finances. Satan is attacking my family. Satan is after my family. Satan is not after any of those things. He's after the word. The drop in your finances you're seeing is so you can take your eyes from the word. Right? And try to see how can I make money and push you away from the word. Because I asked myself this and I wrote two things down. I said, number one, a thief will not steal anything that's not important. I mean, just imagine, if, if, a, if a robber, it will not happen, but if a robber gets a hold of you on the road, he's not going to say, let me take your pen. I mean, he wouldn't do that. Come on, what will they come for? Your phone or your wristwatch. And if you're, if, you, if you're with your wife, and your wife is the type that loves jewels, what would they take? So if Satan is coming for the word, doesn't that tell you the value of the word? The Bible says immediately they heard the word. Satan comes to take the word. And uh, it's amazing that sometimes even Satan knows how precious the word is as opposed to believers. So, whatever is going on in your life, it's the enemy's tactics. Right? To make sure you don't get in the word. How many of you have observed that when things start going on in our life, the first things we cut out are the spiritual things? When stuff starts going on in people's life, they stop church first. When stuff starts going on in people's life, they stop reading the word. When stuff starts going on in people's life, they cut away from spiritual relationships. When stuff starts, and, and, and you know, they do all of that and in their mind, I just want to be on my own. I'm just, I'm just, no, no, it's the enemy pushing you away from the place of victory. It's the enemy driving you away from the place of absolute victory. You know, 
I was teaching on the kingdom in church and I was telling them when in, in the book of Acts when Paul was teaching and then the scripture says that the people were hardened and they were speaking evil of the way. They were persecuting Paul. You know what Paul did? The scripture says he was teaching for three months, speaking boldly things concerning the kingdom, that he withdrew and went to the school of Tyrannos and began to teach daily for two years. What was Paul's response to that persecution of the church? He increased the church meetings. He said, listen, if you persecute us for speaking boldly, we will intensify this thing for two years. And the scripture says in two years, the whole of Asia heard the word. What is the believer's response to things that are not consistent with the word? You increase your word intake. You read the word more. You pray more. You speak the word more. You confess the word more. Once you see your finances dropping, once you see your health coming down, once you see things, the church is not growing the way it shouldn't grow, you, you, you increase the word. Because that's what Satan wants. Satan would not steal what's not valuable. If the word was not going to change you, if the word wasn't going to prosper you, if the word would not set you free, Satan would not steal it. But come on, look at the urgency. He doesn't even wait for the word to settle. He steals it immediately. He steals it immediately. Look at this. Verse, verse 15. These are the ones who are beside the road where the word is sown. And when they hear, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. Satan comes for the word. And that's why the body of Christ is where it is today. Because Satan doesn't mind us teaching anything else but the word. You know, the, the devil will not ask you to move from a church where they are teaching you that you're under generational curses all the time. I mean, if the word is not effective, I mean, Satan doesn't mind us gathering if we don't hear the word. Doesn't mind us getting ourselves entertained if we don't hear the word. Praise God. Now, the word takeaway in the Hebrew, uh, sorry, in the Greek, it means to take up. When you say Satan came, comes to take away, it's to take up. Why is he taking it up? If a seed is not planted and rooted, it cannot grow. Okay? The next thing is it means to keep in suspense. In the mind. That means it doesn't settle in your mind. You know, we're going to have weekend of increase at, at the church. Um, the KDC is bunny. And, and, and I was telling them, I said, you know, when you read the, the news report right now, you're going to read, oh, Nigeria has gotten into a recession. The economy has gone days. Inflation has gone. None of those things has, has ever moved me. That's the truth. Doesn't change what God is. It doesn't change what God wants to do. It doesn't change the finances we put in the gospel. It doesn't change whatever we do in our lives. Why? Because that's the report of man. It might be factual, but that's not the truth about us. Because the truth of God's word says when men say there is a casting down, that's the time for us to say there's a lifting up. Everybody has something to say. We only say what God tells us to say. Praise the name of the Lord. And these things are very important. We cannot outgrow the basics. Now, um, it also means to make to doubt. To make to doubt. And that's very important. One of the ways, we're looking at four ways very quickly, in which Satan steals the word. Um, let me have Second Corinthians chapter four, verse three to four. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse three to four. And I want you, as you leave today, make up your mind. 
Oh my God, that you're going to be a word man. That you will, Second Corinthians chapter 4, that you're going to be a man of the word. And nothing will take the word away from you. You would speak the word, you would declare the word. Okay, and if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Verse 4, look at this. In whose case, in whose case, if this gospel will preaching is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Look at this. In whose case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. The first thing that Satan does for the word is to blind the eyes of men to the gospel. Blinds their eyes to the truth of the gospel. Since the God of this world has blinded their minds, that the light of the gospel. What is so what is so powerful about the word that Satan will not mind blinding the eyes of men to the word? Eyes are blinded. They can't understand scriptures. You know, sometimes it's amazing how we encourage believers to study the word. They don't even see the need for it. They say, have you read your Bible today? They say, pastor, I was very busy. And he tells you with boldness. Some would not even feel as if you've done something wrong. Because Satan is busy working to blind their eyes to the gospel. That's why one of the greatest prayers we can ever pray is Paul's prayer in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. That the eyes of our understanding might be enlightened. That we may know the mystery of God's will. David says, I have treasured your word more than my necessary food. I have treasured your word more than my necessary food. And that's why the church of old placed such premium on the teaching and instruction of God's word. Look at this. Number one, Satan blinds the eyes of many people so that they will not get the gospel. And that is why we have a responsibility to push the gospel. We have a responsibility to preach the gospel. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, number two, um, go to First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Not number two yet. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. It says, be sober-minded and alert. Be sober-minded and alert. I like that word, be on alert. Your adversary, the devil, pros around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. That means Satan wants to divorce someone. The intentions of Satan is clear. He wants to divorce someone, right? What does it mean to devour? To eat, to kill, to destroy, right? Now, you, you find out that Satan can only devour someone whose life is not rooted in the word. So even though Satan comes like, it's you I'm after, your own source of existence is the word. Come on, First Peter, we're giving battle by the word of God. So if Satan wants to devour someone, Satan can only devour someone that the word is not in their lives or is not established in their lives. But you see his aim. And that's why the enemy says we must be on alert. Number two, um, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. For indeed, we have had the good news preached to us, just as they also. But the word they had did not profit them, because it was not united by faith in those who heard, who heard it. The word was not mixed with faith. What You remember one of the definitions of the word take away? When we say Satan comes to take away the word, one of the definitions is to make to doubt. To make to doubt. One of the ways by which Satan steals the word from the heart of believers is to doubt the word. 
to make you to doubt the word. Things will be going on around your life. Praise God. It's like you're confessing healing and it looks like the sickness is getting worse. You're confessing increase. It looks like your finances are drying up. Satan causes you to doubt the word. And any word you do not believe cannot work for you. That's the truth. Any word you do not believe cannot work for you. So if, 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 if Satan looks at your life, he will create scenarios in your life for you to doubt God's word. Do you realize something that happened to Job? That all what Job, all what Job went through, Satan was creating it so Job can just cause God. That is what Job wanted. And he was touching this and touching that and touching. We must learn to recognize the symptoms and recognize the seed. When certain things are going on in our life, we recognize this is the symptom of the enemy trying to do something and we stick to the word we speak the word we confess the word we declare the word we make sure that we stay grounded and rooted in god's word and so if we are in unbelief and if we are in doubt satan would take the word from us praise the name of the lord now number three quickly um Mark chapter 7 verse 14 Mark 7 verse 14 It says thus in validating the word of God By your tradition Which you have handed down And you do many things such as that Now number 3 Mark seven fourteen. It's the tradition of men Believing the tradition of men As opposed to the word of God You know so what happens is Satan allows you To believe in traditions of men Come on More than what the word of God says And the Bible says That you make the word of God Of no effect By your traditions Now if, if the word of God is sown in your heart And Satan succeeds in stealing the word of God from your heart It means the word of God will not work, right? Yeah, because it's not planted What's not planted cannot produce fruit Now, the scripture is saying that by your tradition The word of God is nullified Now, if you were Satan, what would you do? You would invest more in making sure that people believe their traditions More than they believe God's word and so one of the ways by which Satan steals the word from us Is by traditions Mythologies Stories that are flying around Long-standing cultural practices That nullifies God's word There are many people that if they would believe God's word They would have a happy marriage But they believe what Okonkwo says in African magic More than what the word of God says Tradition and Satan will empower those things to rip our heart, to rip the word of God from our heart so that it will not produce fruit. Number four, 1 Thessalonians 2.13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13. And we will continually thank God that in receiving the word of God from us, you did not accept it as the word of man, but as the true word of God, the word now at work in you who believe. The fourth way by which Satan steals the word from us is, is discrediting the messenger who brings the word. Look at what Paul said. Paul says, I am glad that when we brought the word to you, you did not receive it as the word of, of, of man, but you received it as the word of God which you heard from us. Satan will do everything he can to discredit the messengers. And that's what is going on in our world today. 
It's like sometimes even if you say you are a pastor, it's almost like you're a thing of is a thing of shame. Are you following what I'm saying? Because what Satan would do, we amplify what all the wrong churches are doing, what all the wrong pastors are doing. He will put that out there to discourage people from receiving the word from ministers of the gospel. But Jesus says, You will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You cannot separate the messenger from the message. Paul says, When you heard us you received it as the word of god which you received from us then he goes on to say which also performs its work in you who believe that means the word of god has to be believed the word of god has to be received then it will perform his work see god will do nothing outside of his word your prosperity your increase your protection your preservation is tied to the word of god you know i was i was reading something I just say this in in four minutes and I'm done. I was I was showing them something in Acts chapter 28. Um, let me just show you this Acts chapter 28, and then we can close. Acts 28 and verse 30. I was you know I was talking on the message of the kingdom and I was telling our people uh, the day I studied this scripture and Paul talking about Paul he says and he stayed two full years in his own rented quarters and was welcoming all who came to him. You know, starting out in full-time ministry, started up on this, while, while we're still on rented, while we're still renting. This was the scripture that I believed, acted on, received in my heart to cover my rent. I said, Paul paid two years in his own rented quarters, and he was welcoming to teach people. If he hadn't paid his rent, his landlord would not have allowed him to come and be doing house fellowship in his house. I mean, my faith was so rooted in this. And this, this one scripture... This one scripture believed and acted and received, rooted deeply in my heart, paid our rent for over 10 years without any struggle. Just, just, re- just reading it and receiving it and acting on it. God's word will absolutely change your life. It will you know, our greatest struggle as Christians today is we want to achieve the results of God by our own human strength. If God gives you a word, if you see a verse in the scripture, it lights up in your spirit. If the God of this world has not blinded your eyes, if you open the scripture and the light of one scripture shines upon your heart, you can run your whole life on it. Hallelujah. You can run your whole life on it. Let me give you this quote and then we'll close. This is a quote by John Piper. He said, Satan works overtime to keep people from giving serious attention to the word of God. He may keep you up late Saturday night so that you can't stay awake during the sermon on Sunday morning. He may put a dozen different distractions around you in the service to take your mind away from the message. He may send thoughts into your mind about tomorrow's meeting with your supervisor. If he can only distract you so that the sounds coming out of the preacher's mouth go in one ear and out in the other ear, he would have successfully taken away the word of God and made it ineffectual for you. Inattention is his game. Inattention is his game. I want to urge you. We're going to have a meeting come up over this weekend. Separate yourself. Make up your mind that you're going to learn God's word. And not just when you come to church. Hmm? During your devotional times. When you're studying the word of God. Put your phone off. Pay attention. 
Don't put rice on fire and you are boiling meat and Bible in one hand. You have become a partner with Satan. You are distracting yourself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Pay attention to God's word. If it is 30 minutes you are taking a day, separate yourself. Open the scriptures and meditate on the word of God. If you have to get up early, do it. If you have to rise up at night, do it. Do it as if your life depends on it. You know, we almost live our life like God is not powerful. We almost live our life that the victories in the scriptures are not powerful. But when we look at our life, we're so distracted by many things. So, one of the things you have to do is make sure that the word of God is so rooted and planted in your heart that Satan cannot steal it. Because when you read the parable to the end, the scripture talks about the good ground. Come on. That brought about what? 100, 60, and 30 fold. That means there are a crop of people on the earth that Satan does not successfully steal God's word from their heart. Praise the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. We ask that the blessing of God will come upon your word. That light and understanding will come forth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.